This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. Mobile sports betting is finally legal in Ohio, and BetQL is here to help you make the most informed bets possible. See all of today's best bets by heading to BetQL.com or by downloading the BetQL app. Claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 the fan for those exclusive sportsbook offers. It's always game day in Cleveland. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at GameDayCLE. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, still sifting through the aftermath of the 28-3 loss to the uh, Baltimore Ravens in the fourth game of the season that leaves the Browns at two and two Daryl. So when we last left uh, last segment, we talked about, okay. Cause I, like I had looked at you at one point, I'm like, well, you know, they have this game plan in place. They think they have a backup quarterback. Who's the perfect complement to their starting quarterback. And maybe you can understand why they ran the plays they did. The more I started thinking about it, and I don't know if you did too, but, why wouldn't you start leaving, you know, maybe two running backs in the backfield? Why wouldn't you try to throw a bubble screen or just a straight screen or try to, you know, he's a pretty mobile quarterback. How about a little run option? Do some of that stuff. And that I think is the thing that irritated most Browns fans, especially after I talked to a ton of them today is like, why didn't they run super safe plays that might've got the running game established a little bit more? My argument back to them is the Ravens are a top, you know, top eight team against the run in the NFL. And I just don't know if that's a a wise choice. The other problem was he was just ineffective throwing the ball. And I think people got mad about the gadget play, especially on third and one, when, you know, all you needed was a yard to go forward. And, you know, they went with the same situation that they had been doing before, where um, you take the tight end, you run him uh, from the slot into the middle, you come under center. And then you snap it and go forward. But in the scenario yesterday, and we talked about it, you know, it the play to me looked like it was the right play because the Ravens had a spy and they knew right. that he was going to do that. So he plugged the hole right away. So now instead of having to go up against two guys, he had to go against three guys. So it's hike and then it's pitch the ball back to DTR. And 
I didn't have a problem with that. The question is, is what should have happened next? And, you know, they tried to throw it to Amari Cooper. It was woefully underthrown, but the beauty was is that he was double teamed and the defenders didn't realize how underthrown it was and they ended up with pass interference. So the play actually worked, but it wasn't executed anywhere near the way it should have been. Right. So, and 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 in the interest of fairness, uh, so this is our official game book, right? Okay, and this is how the 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 first drive scripts were go. So I I do want to be fair because it was very critical of the game plan. So here's how the play by play was described. Okay, remember, first play of the game was a 26 yard run by Jerome Ford that got called back because Amari Cooper was uh, flagged for holding. All right, so uh, that play worked. It's just, it may, but did it work because of the hold? That's the question. Right. So first pass was short left to DPJ uh, for seven yards. Uh, Then Jerome Ford off left guard, lost two yards. DTR short middle pass to David Njoku goes for 15, converts uh, the third and five for a first down. DTR pass short right to Harrison Bryant for two yards. DTR short middle incomplete to Donovan Peoples-Jones. DTR incomplete short right to Elijah Moore. So uh, to be fair, because I was very critical of the game plan. To be fair, right. these were uh, termed short passes. Uh, designed high confidence get, plays. High right. confidence plays to get him uh, into a little bit of rhythm. But again, this is also the same game plan. This is what they do with Deshaun, right? right. Second drive. Jerome Ford, right tackle, seven yards. Uh, DTR, incomplete, deep middle to Amari Cooper. That was the ball that almost got intercepted. and Yeah, was- that was ugly. It was terribly thrown, right? PTR deep left for Amari Cooper picked off. So on the second drive, okay, fine. We did some short stuff on the first drive. Now we're going to take some shots on the second drive. Turns out to be a disaster. Then comes drive number three, which turned into the clown car show. Two yakety sacks. Kareem Hunt goes left guard six yards. Kareem Hunt left guard four yards. Kareem Hunt, right tackle, two more yards. Are you sensing a pattern? Boom. Yes. Three plays, 12 yards. So now let's start throwing the football. DTR, short right to Elijah Moore for seven. Um, This is the direct snap to Harrison Bryant. uh, DTR then throws a deep to Amari Cooper on the pitch. Uh, They get the, the pass interference that basically gifts them 37 yards for doing something incredibly stupid. Um, Elijah Moore loses 20 yards. Yeah, that was a bad play. And then DTR up the middle for four. Uh, he gets flagged for an illegal forward pass. DTR then uh, with a five-yard completion, Jerome Ford to the 35. Enter uh, your hero and now my hero and favorite player on the team, Dustin Hopkins, to boot the 53-yard field goal and go uh, three for three beyond 50 yards. So, um Though, though that right, that is the script. That is what is referred to as the script, or basically the first fifteen. Those first three drives, right there. And I, I lost count. I don't know if there was fifteen plays they read. I know that wasn't the most entertaining to listen to, but I wanted to be accurate in sure. what the play-by-play was in those situations. So first drive started off high confidence passes, boom, boom, boom. Didn't really do much of anything. Second drive got cute, went deep a couple of times, got picked off. Third drive, clown car show, and you had to ultimately settle for a 53-yard field goal when you should have been able to drive down the field and possibly get a touchdown. But again, the head coach got cute and stupid, and so that's what you ended up with. And by the way, 
that was it for the offense the rest of the afternoon because they did basically nothing uh, the rest of the way. Uh, couldn't get a running game going. Uh, and, and again, you know, DTR not in a good position to be successful. Um, I don't know why they didn't just run some real easy. Uh, there were at least four plays when I went back and watched it, Andy, where he like was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Because he's a rookie playing in his first game, and yeah, he's trying like, to do too much. That was I thought that was the problem. Yeah, like he didn't know what to do. He looked like at times he did not know what to do. And I want to be crystal clear here. I'm not criticizing DTR. He was put in a position that he wasn't ready for, and that's on the organization. The organization should have recognized, but see, the organization did what I do, what you do, what fans do. They got excited about preseason football, which doesn't mean diddly squat. No, I mean you want to you walk in the stadium and before the first drive, and when the offense took the field, it was DTR, DTR. I mean the fan the the bowl was electric. It was absolutely electric, and I you know the people that I had walked around, I was like, eh, we got his guys making his first start. I'm a little worried about that. And they're like, oh man, he looks so good in the preseason. He's just going to be like. Deshaun Watson light like someone actually said that to me and I was like uh, okay I hope you're right yeah I hope you're right they so. made, they made the fatal mistake that I make that you make and fans make and that was getting and again I'm not taking anything away from how DTR performed in the preseason I praised him left and right and said that yep. he earned the second quarterback job it was hard to argue with what you saw I, I mean there were national folks going man if they try to sneak him through on the practice squad it ain't gonna happen he's gonna right. get picked up somewhere right and and so um they trade Josh Dobbs, and as I said on the postgame uh, pod, like the two players they missed desperately were Josh Dobbs and Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb ain't walking through the door until next, uh, the middle of next season, and Josh Dobbs was traded. Now, I don't know if Josh Dobbs would have done much better yesterday or on Sunday, I should say, as we record. Or Jacoby Brissett. That was another one people kept going, why did yep, I let him go? You know? Jacoby Brissett probably would have because seasoned veteran has started before. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we've been in better shape. But the game plan wouldn't have worked as well because he's not a mobile quarterback, but I know he would have handled it better. And I think, but John- man, the offensive line would have been partying after the game because they know he gets rid of the ball really quick. Right. And, right. And it was a, let's be honest about it, it was a tough day for the offensive line yesterday. They, they had, they struggled in the run game, they struggled in, in pass protection because, again, they were dealing with a young, inexperienced quarterback. But, the reason I'm not criticizing DTR is because I thought he was set up to fail. I didn't feel like they put him in a – if now, if I felt like they had put him in a position to be successful, right, uh, and, like, we knew on Wednesday he was starting and, that, you know, I knew he took the first team reps uh, during practice last week, the vast majority of them. Uh, Kevin Stefanski did mention that there were a few sprinkles in there with Deshaun. Uh, but, you know, uh, I – Okay, maybe I'd be a little tougher on DTR for that performance, but I I just don't think that Kevin Stefanski position. I kind of feel like here's what Kevin Stefanski is, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like he is a a stubborn coach sometimes, in that this is Cleveland Browns football, this is how we play, and this is our offense, this is our system, right? And again, he was the king of pivoting during COVID. Anything got thrown his way, he found a way around it. And I I just I don't, in spite of what he said. I don't think he pivoted. I don't think he pivoted enough to put DTR in better positions, okay? That's and- all he talks about is trying to put his players in better right. positions. So just hold that thought for a second because we're going to come back in a minute. And I also have to, have to ask you a question. 
could this become a locker room divided because of what happened? I'm going to ask you that question when we come back. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin.